0: Okay, let's begin. Welcome to this special episode of Gravity Beard. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Adam. How are you, sir? I am fantastic. How are you, brother? Today's show is about our three-room apartments. Now, normally, we would do this near the end of the agenda at the staff meeting. Right. But I think we're about to find out that this conversation is going to take much longer than that segment would allow. Yeah. So at our most recent staff meeting we considered Catherine Hellman for a spot in our sixth apartment. And based on the information we had at the time, we decided to not admit her. Right. And so today we're going to respond to the absolute outrage that resulted from that decision. And so Adam, this is unprecedented, but basically what I'm saying is for the first time ever, we're going to reopen the file on a candidate.
1: Yeah, and and I I don't anticipate this happening often, but this did cause quite a stir. No, it's unprecedented up to this point, and
0: there's a really good chance that this will never happen again. That's correct. All right, let me set the stage a bit. So the outrage began with Josh Hallmark, our good friend and fellow podcaster behind the Our Americana Network, the Karen and Ellen Letters, and the wildly successful podcast, True Crime Bullshit. Josh heard our discussion And posted a picture of Catherine Hellman with the hashtag Justice for Mona. Now, we also got a message on the hotline. Are you aware of that?
1: I didn't know we had a hotline message. That's really interesting. Yes. So let me go ahead and play that message. Justice for Mona. 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 Justice for 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 Mona okay (laughs) okay that's not creepy at all no now
0: i got that message and i immediately sent a direct message to josh josh denied that that was him but i'm still suspicious (laughs) yeah totally so anyway after the post i knew right away that we had struck a nerve and we had an issue on our hands yeah and you did, too, because you tagged me with the comment, this is big. Do you remember? That's right. Of course. Right. My response, my comment on his post was asking him if he was campaigning to have our decision overturned. And he didn't respond. But Chris DeVos of Podcast 42 joined in at that point and responded, I second that motion. So basically what Chris is saying is, is that Josh was calling for justice for Mona And and Chris was seconding that. He was also seconding the reopening of that file. And so I responded to him, to Chris, and laid out some ground rules if we were really going to do this. So this is what I said. And I think you agreed. So first, I said, Josh has to run a poll in the GBI. Of course. Secondly, the poll has to affirm her addition. So in other words, the, the poll has to be in her favor. Right. Three... Each of you, I said each of you, meaning Josh and Chris, because they seem to be the two that were pushing the issue the most, each of them had to briefly state their case. And then fourth and final, and then you and I, Adam, would discuss it on the next episode and render a final decision. That's correct. That was the procedure that I outlined if we were going to do something that we've never done before on the show.
1: And don't make it a habit.
0: <laughs> now, the more I dug into this and the more I prepared for this conversation, I realized... This is way too big and it's going to take way too long to do during our staff meeting. We, we try to keep those meetings, they, they, all, they run over pretty routinely, but we try to at least keep them to a reasonable length. Right. So I reached out to you and I said, hey, Adam, this is a big deal. And you agreed right away. We need to convene a special session, the two of us, uh, to, to go over this. And that's what we're doing right now. Correct. And so Chris did state his case. He was the first one to, to, to uh, state his case on behalf of Catherine. And so here's his case. I think the fact that she has 51 acting credits to her name, including Soap, Who's the Boss, Cars, Brazil, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Coach, and Everybody Loves Raymond, to name a few. If nothing else, she's from Texas. And I responded and said, You make a compelling case, so I acknowledge, you know what he said. There still needs to be a poll and evidence from Josh to complete the file so we can reopen the case. And Chris appealed with, But you're from Texas. (laughs) now first of all i know where i'm from and i don't care that she's from texas so i responded there has to be a poll (laughs) and adam i think you'd back me up on this we know how important polls are in the group they're infallible, almost that's right we use them to determine all kinds of arguments correct and plus we still hadn't heard anything from josh yet which is a pretty big deal oh yeah it's a huge deal because he's the one that that launched the offensive, if I may put it that That's way. That's
1: right. He, he was the most taken aback and then rallied the support. That's
0: correct. And so uh, emotions were running high, and Christovos responded with an angry emoji to me saying that the poll had to be run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, the polls are polls, dude. Which I understand. I get it. I'm Fair. listening. This all went down on March 25th, the very next day after the episode posted. So reaction came very quickly to our decision that's correct and so the next morning on March 26th we finally hear from Josh and boy did he deliver and so here (laughs) is the case made for Catherine Hellman by Josh Hallmark here is his post an injustice occurred this week an (laughs) acting legend a childhood icon a nasty woman was left out of an apartment and is now homeless in heaven only we can make it right Catherine Hellman, a.k.a. Mona from Who's the Boss, has over 100 acting credits on her resume and she wasn't deemed relevant enough for a room in a GB apartment. And I, I, for one, am pissed. Here are a few highlights from her career, according to Josh. Who's the Boss? Soap. Everybody loves Raymond. (laughs) A terrible show that that America loved. He put that in parentheses. That's correct. correct. I agree with that, actually.
1: (laughs) yeah same
0: fear and loathing in las vegas the elvira show overboard the love boat wine of morning and he says i don't know what what this film is but it's a title i can stand by (laughs) 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 it's now your time to make things right hashtag justice for mona
1: (laughs) by seldom do you do you hear a better campaign you know, advocacy than that. Yeah, no kidding. And so, not surprisingly,
0: that post got a ton of comments, and I'm going to read just a few notable ones. The first one comes from Paul. He says, I was legitimately confused and outraged, Josh. Listened on Sunday evening, and out loud said WTF. (laughs) (laughs) Josh Josh responded with... I almost threw my computer in the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Classic. Chris DeVos says, Catherine Hellman was a staple of late 70s and early 80s TV. She was everywhere and for a good reason. She made the show she was on, which means she was a big impactful part. I also was shocked when she did not make it in. And in my opinion, this is much stronger than the earlier points that he made. Sarah said... You had me at Love Boat. I agree. <laughs> Josh also posted a couple of videos to bolster his case, and they were very good, and I agree they did bolster his case. So, Adam, let's discuss the poll. Okay. You had to look closely at it to glean the true results. I don't know if... Did you notice this? I, I, I wasn't able to check okay. the final results. So, at first glance, it looked like an avalanche in favor of Katherine Hellman getting in. That's correct. So, here are the results. 14 people voted Catherine Hellman deserves a room in a GB apartment and Chris and Adam owe her a formal apology (laughs) 7 people voted 7 people voted I make bad decisions
1: and stand by Chris and Adam's bad decision and I think the first person to vote for that was Corey McCord so that's that's definitely an extra meal voucher in the the cafeteria this week (laughs) I agree (laughs) All right. Five people voted no,
0: just no. And that, option, <laughs> and that option was added by Luke. And so it wasn't just Luke. It was four additional people that said, no, absolutely not. Three people voted who? Meaning they didn't even know who she was. Uh-huh. And that option was option was added by shampoo. And I agree. That is a mark against her. When you say the name Catherine Hellman, the vast majority of people have no idea who she is. She is, she is not a celebrity by name. And lastly, two people voted, Catherine Hellman deserves a room in, in, the, in a GB apartment. Okay.
1: So, what, so what, they're, they're, they're agreeing that she should be in there, but they're not so vindictive that we have to apologize for <laughs> <right>. it. <laughs>
0: it's not as quite as much of a, of a commitment. Right. But here's what I was getting at regarding the poll, is that some of those options, Adam, are similar, and if you combine and simplify them, the outcome is basically 16 in favor and 15 against. Okay, So
1: this is like, I mean, a real, real scale tipper here.
0: Okay. So that, that, but that's what I'm getting at is that it it wasn't, it wasn't an overwhelming vote in support of her getting in. That's correct. We weren't way off. That's what I'm saying is, is that it was close, but she just didn't get in. Like we said, she's on, I think my exact quote was she's on the fence. She's just on the wrong side of the fence. (laughs) So my point is we weren't that far off. So more on that later. We have to look at the poll even closer, Adam, because, and it doesn't sound like you had the opportunity to do so, but I did. In fact, in this case, because the infor- the issue was so huge and the outrage was so enormous, I actually, on a very rare occasion, did more than cursory research. What? So, yes, I did. And so I, I took a very close look. And if you do that, what you notice is some people voted more than once. Oh, that's big right there. Yes, it is. Okay. So I was like, wow, that's very interesting. I saw people's little people's circular picture next to more than yeah, one option. That's right. I said, okay, well, now I need to count this differently because really this isn't a poll where you should have had the option to vote for more than one choice, right? That's correct. I mean, most a small mo- oversight on the polling committee. That's, that's right. The poll just wasn't set up correctly, Josh.
1: <laughs> and so
0: listen, when you clean up the, when you clean that up, the real results are 1411 in favor of her being admitted. Okay, so it's not quite as close, but it's still
1: substantially close.
0: Yes. So so gr- granted, the margin for her getting in is is even larger than it was originally. It wasn't a one it wasn't a difference of one vote. Right. With all of that established, and and now I'm acknowledging that the poll as far as a, as far as a part of the file is in her favor. It's very it's very clear. She she won the poll. According to the poll, by the interns, she should be admitted. So with that with that established, let's reopen the case and discuss it again. And I want to begin by discussing how we made our original decision. Mm-hmm. So firstly, I didn't recognize her by name. I just mentioned that a moment ago. And, and I, that's a big deal. Like that is the first litmus test for whether or not someone gets in. If if they're famous enough that the vast majority of people recognize their name, you're almost certainly going to get a room in an apartment. And right. so when she when we I didn't recognize her name. I don't think you did either, right? Correct. Okay. So then you have to look really closely at her at her resume, her accomplishment, or whatever she contributed to to society. Now I I did realize that she was the mother on Who's the Boss. And I remember watching that a bit. I, I don't remember if I was a big fan or, or whatever. And she was a great character. She was very funny. I wasn't aware of her appearance on Soap or anything else that she had done. And as usual, we don't do more than cursory research. That's correct. And so while we were discussing her, I believe, I don't know for sure, but it seemed like you were looking her up, right? While we were I 100% talking. did, yeah. Okay. I looked at it right there. And and you made a comment. You said that she only had 16 acting credits, Okay. In my mind, that really hurt her case. So if she's only done one thing, and I didn't recognize her name, and she's got that short of a resume, in my mind, she's not getting in. So I was already definitely heading in that in that direction. I remember right. It turns out, obviously now, her resume is much longer. So again, like I said, I've done far more than cursory research this time. Kristeva said that she had fifty-one acting credits. Josh said she had over a hundred, and Josh is correct. According to IMDb, which is a pretty reliable source by most, most people's standards, she has 104 acting credits. That's a pretty substantial resume just in terms of of quantity, right? So, so for example, we admitted Dick Miller, who had an, had an extremely long resume, and we didn't recognize his name. But when you go through what he's been in, he's been in a bunch of notable stuff, and he was impactful in those roles. Right. Okay. I think this is a good time for me to just run over... A few of the highlights from her resume. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. So she began her career in 1955 with a st- with a starring role in the film Wine of the Morning. Then there's a gap of seven years before she showed up in one episode of Car 54. Where are you? Then another gap of nine more years until she appeared in one episode of Gunsmoke in 1972. After that, she worked steady for almost a decade, essentially as a character actor. In many notable shows. So here's where she appeared during that time. The Bob Newhart Show, Mannix, Barnaby Jones, The Six Million Dollar Man, The Bionic Woman, and a a bunch of others. Then in 1980, 26 years into her career, she landed her first solid gig as Jessica Tate on the show Soap. Now, I remember this show as a kid, and I remember even watching it. So so there was Soap, and then later there was a spinoff show called Benson, and both of them were pretty good. So she appeared in 88 episodes until the show was canceled by the network amid some controversy over the subject matter of it. Following that, she returned to character acting, appearing in Benson, Fantasy Island, The Love Boat, the comedy film Overboard with Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, and again, several other things during that time. That period of her career lasted 11 years until she landed her second solid gig and probably the the role that she's known best for, and that's Mona Robinson on the TV comedy Who's the Boss. Regarding that, she was in 196 episodes over eight seasons, but that's not all. When that concluded, she appeared in several other things, including The Elvira Show, uh, the aforementioned Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, 19 episodes of the TV comedy Coach, which was very well-received, 14 episodes of Everybody Loves Raymond, which is... Basically picked up from as soon as Seinfeld left the air, then Everybody Loves Raymond kind of took over and won a bunch of Emmys and everybody loved that show. I never watched a single second of it because I thought it was terrible. But regardless, it was very popular and she was in 14 episodes. She was in uh, all three Cars movies and then a bunch of other stuff beyond that. Her last credit was in a film called Frank and Ava about Ava Gardner and Frank Sinatra that released just last year, Adam, in 2018. Crazy. Yeah, and so there you go. We've done it. That is a comprehensive look at the career of Catherine Hellman. And so, Adam, given today's discussion, are you ready to render a new decision?
1: Yes. And and to add some commentary to what you said, my initial thought was leaning towards letting her in. If you okay, can I, can, I,
0: I do remember that. Can I speak to that?
1: 100%.
0: Okay, so you, you said... A couple of times, you, basically, you were open to me influencing you one way or the other, but I could tell 100%. that I could tell that you were leaning towards towards putting her in. So I would just say, and I'm not blaming you for the controversy in any way whatsoever. What I am saying it, is I'm that I'm not blaming you for the controversy. <laughs> <laughs> no, because because I, I I stood by and did what I normally do, which is very little research and I'll continue well, to yeah do no something. no go ahead i got i got more to say go ahead okay but all all i'm saying is if we're in a con- if we're in a conversation over a candidate and and i'm pushing to to not to not put that person in but you feel like they should be in then you should register that as your official decision because then what happens is is it goes back out to the group for a poll and then that breaks the tie so i'm i'm fine with a tie between the two of us i'm fine discussing it at our, at our meeting and then breaking the tie out in the group and then discussing it a second time. I'm totally fine with that. So I think what I would have preferred for you to do is say something like, hey, man, I get your, opi- I get your opinion. I understand you don't want to put her in. I think she deserves to be in. And then I would just say, okay, got it. We're, we're at a stalemate. We got to go to
1: a poll. Well, I, I, think, I think what... <laughs> First of all... When I looked, because I, I, I was doing cursory research while we were talking, and I didn't find this this the entire filmography here because I don't feel like I would have just glossed over this. So I'm not sure where I got the 16, but I wasn't sh- I wasn't seeing her whole resume here. Got it. Number one, right. Number two, I have zero problems in this world telling you exactly what I think and doing exactly <laughs> what I want to do. Well, right. That, so, that's that's why I was surprised <laughs> that you let that you let me that you let my opinion well, stand if your if your opinion was different. Okay, but my point was basically or w- the way I felt about it was and eh, one way or the other kind of 16 big things or whatever like I, there wasn't I, I again, I don't know where I looked, but I was like, eh, whatever. You know, I really liked everybody loves Raymond or I'm sorry, who's the boss? I didn't like everybody loves Raymond. Right. Um that show, you know, that show like, was incredibly was, was annoying just, by the way. Yeah, and I had never seen soap, you know, and I, and and somebody mentioned in the group, like, I think it might have been Chris, but it was like well just because you haven't heard of them, you know, but that's that's always where we start. Where it's like, you know, well, I haven't heard of them, but, you know, so okay. Well, well yeah, I mean, listen, test. if if a person goes in and has a, a whole career of stuff
0: we've never heard of and no one watched or nobody liked, then then that that, that matters.
1: Right? It, it 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 no it does, but it's a starting place because we've let people in that we hadn't heard of off the cuff that you know, that it was like, okay, well, we don't know you by, oh, but I know you from this. Like, who's the guy who invented the calculator? Like, we use that every day. So, right. nobody knows his name, but right. it's impactful to us. So, looking at this resume, so I was, my point was just like, eh, I, I don't really care. Like, um, I remember her. I liked her. I felt like she had some good stuff there, but I, you know, I could be swayed one way or the other. I didn't feel the need to escalate this to a poll status. So, you you know, it, it didn't bother me one way or the other. Now, okay. right. that being said, with the new evidence and the uproar in the group, well, that's cause for second pause, okay? So, um, I do I do feel like if I had seen this list, I, I probably would have stood a little bit more firm on that. But I think you would have too, you know what I mean? So, I feel like, it, you know, you made a stance on it. I wasn't one way or the other because the information we had was, as usual, cursory. <laughs> Right, um, and I'm. By the way, I'm not. A, let me
0: make this clear. I'm not apologizing for that. I'm not going to change. I'm only going to do. Same. I'm only going to do. <laughs> and you're saying the same thing. Going forward, the one thing we're not going to change is we're not going to do deeper research. That's what no. we. That's what we do here. We do cursory research. So if someone and wants, have
1: said that from episode one. <laughs> right,
0: right. So if someone wants to come along after the fact and make a stronger case, like they've done here, that's fine. We'll take that into consideration. But on the front end. Cursory research is all we're ever gonna do. And I did more research than I normally do by looking it up while we were talking. <laughs> <Right>. Ex-
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: so so just for the record, we extended Catherine Hellman, even in that conversation, more latitude
1: than we generally extend anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I I just wanna say that, you know, I, I was I was leaning towards it because I knew who's the boss and I and I felt like you know, that was the show that you watched when you were at home sick every day, you know, syndication right. of that show, you know, and so I watched it, you know, Tony Danza. Um, so, I, I don't know, it was just the, this whole thing. So, I just, I remember her a lot, but I couldn't, I can't speak to soap. I never saw that episode, but, I mean, the love boat, like, I feel like now, like, with, with this new information, now we are more aware and therefore can make, you know, a different decision if we want to. So, to, To answer your question, yes. Let's reopen the poll. All right. Well, fine. All the consideration discussion
0: is now finished. I'm just asking you the question, what is your new decision? Should Catherine Hellman be admitted into a three-room apartment? Sure. Definitely. Okay. I agree. So, given a closer look and the compelling cases by Chris DeVos and Josh Hallmark and the poll results... Catherine Hellman deserves to occupy a spot in a three-room apartment. More specifically, she will take the second room in our sixth apartment, along with Jerry Merriman, the inventor of the handheld calculator. But, Adam, our business is not complete. (laughs) According to the results of the poll that Josh ran, we both owe, not Josh, not Chris, but actually Catherine an apology. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'll start. I will start. I'd like to apologize to Josh and to Chris, even though they didn't ask for it, and the others in the group for getting this wrong. It absolutely appears that in this instance, that our practice of only doing cursory research yielded an unfortunate result. So thanks to both of you for following proper procedure as we traveled into uncharted waters and reopened a candidate's file for the very first time. But more importantly, I apologize to Katherine Hellman for not considering your contributions more carefully, you are deserving of a spot, and I'm glad we took the time to make it right. And so it was very elegant. And so, with that, Adam, I turn it over to you for your
1: apology to Catherine Helmand. Okay, you know what? I got to say, I I would have so much more acid here if it wasn't <laughs> Josh Hallmark <laughs> and and Chris because like I really like them. <laughs> i would not, i would not go quietly into the night <laughs> well the other the only reason i
0: wouldn't expect you to do that is because even in our original discussion you thought she should go in and especially
1: now with our new our new conversation sure and, and i'm i'm i am in 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 real life very happy to be proven wrong like i'm you sure know, i mean and, and and let's not let's not underestimate this this is eternity in an apartment with the calculator inventor that's correct Okay, this is no small issue.
0: No, and as a matter um, of fact, as a matter of fact, Adam, at our next meeting, we're going to determine who's going to finish that apartment and determine
1: her other roommate. It's pretty big. It is big. It's pretty big. So, I, I, first of all, I would like to thank Josh and Chris for bringing this up, uh, for bringing it to our attention, because that's what we expect of our group. Yes. We expect nothing less than outrage over a fictional storyline in a fictional universe. <laughs> So, I mean, if this is what I expect from our team, and I really love that. And also, As if we actually do determine where someone resides for eternity. <laughs> but this is a serious issue, and we had to determine it. And this is what our group does better than anybody else, okay? So, first of all, I want to thank Josh and Chris. I, sec- I second that. I second that. And not only did they bring it to our attention, they brought it to our attention in spectacular fashion. In grand fashion. Yeah. Now, and I'll also say, like, this isn't always going to happen because you know, our decisions are our decisions. But when you have such a polarizing issue like the potato war, all these kinds of things, it's really important. So,
0: well, well, well Listen,
1: when I, someone when someone brings
0: this kind of outrage, we do elevate. We elevate things as necessary as they are called for. That's
1: what absolutely. you're saying. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Especially, you know, the caliber of the people individually in our group is so high that when somebody says, "Hey," Let's take a look at this. You know, it's again cause for pause. It's quite, it's quite compelling. Absolutely. So, I sincerely apologize to to Catherine Hellman for for you know for just kind of letting this and be swayed and to not doing more. You know, I should have. I I, I, you know, I shouldn't have done anything. I did what I did, and that's it. Like I don't, I don't have any regrets about that. However, I apologize that it took so long. I'm glad we have a chance to make it right. The only thing that I am very sad about is. That we will not get to hear the roast that Katherine Hellman would have delivered us. <laughs> God, what a great point! Oh, what a wonderful because point! I agree. <laughs> we would be reduced to ash if she was here. God, that's so, um, oh. I'm so I'm so <laughs> glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> so I, I sincerely hope you enjoy your apartment, and uh, we'll make sure we send an amenity up there um, for you, and and you know to so for for your so that your onboarding process may be a little bit smoother.
0: Very good. Okay. Josh, I hope that those apologies and the way that we've dealt with this issue is satisfactory to you. And Adam, Mm -hmm. I think you'd agree that we would love to hear from Catherine on the hotline after she gets settled in in the afterlife. Uh, In case you don't have it, Catherine, our hotline number is (laughs) 321-465-2180. It doesn't matter. Tear us to shreds if you need to. Once you get settled in, we would love to hear from you on the hotline.
1: I mean, I would love to get roasted by Captain Hellman. For sure.
0: Okay. And with that, we will wrap up our time today. Thank you for joining us on this special episode of the show. Please plan to attend our next staff meeting where we'll discuss our next three candidates. For my dear friend and co-host Lord Saunders, I'm your other co-host Toph, and we bid you adieu. This is up to you
1: For more ado.